0: Welcome to the Raise Your Bars podcast, where it's all about elevating your life one step at a time with your hosts, Chris Baker and Al Rattan. Together, we're here to guide you through the transformative journey of self-improvement and success. Have you ever wondered what behaviors and actions you need to change to achieve the results and success you desire in life? Well, you're in the right place. Each episode, we dive deep into the strategies, mindset shifts, and practical steps you can take to raise your bars. From personal development to professional growth, Chris and Al share their expertise, experiences, and the occasional tough love, all designed to empower you to reach your full potential. So, whether you're looking to make a big change or simply fine tune your your path to success. Grab a seat and let's raise those bars together. Now, let's welcome your hosts, Chris Baker and L Ratan.
1: And we're back with part 2. <laughs> We're back with part two of the Raging Bars podcast. I hope you caught last week's episode. Uh, this is uh, one continuous conversation, but we're releasing it in two episodes. And I'm here in Toronto with Chris Baker, my good friend and business partner. And we have special guests again for the second week here. Coach Jay Goff, who's become a dear friend of ours since 2017, but we all met because of Coach Giroux, who uh, brought us together mm-hmm. for a study of Think and Grow Rich back in August, 2017. And again gentlemen thank you for being a part of our podcast and we're going to continue our conversation on desire and the one one I wanted to throw something out at you and maybe we can answer this one what do you think the difference is between desire and what Napoleon Hill calls the bur- a burning desire what would hmm. the, what would you say is the difference
2: can I take it <laughs> yes Yes. please sure Uh, well thank you again for having us this week Uh, i really appreciate the the conversation and and the fact that we are talking about something as important Mm -hmm. um i think everything has a certain level level of depth that we give it and i think it's the aptitude of the of, of the energy that we give it um i think when we talk about With your question, it it, it is the desire that we have sat with, we've wrestled with, we've accepted, um, and we also challenged with. Mm -hmm. Because until you make something familiar, um, it's just nothing but an idea. feels good. Uh, So to me, really, it was the, the difference is you've taken it and you've wrestled with it and you've worked it and you've um, gotten clarity and you've, you know, pruned what doesn't need to be pruned. And, and now this is an expression, a daily expression of who you are, um, in everything you do. So to me, it's really, it's a deeper level of desire. If you ask me, it's work, it's, it's a desire that has got work behind it.
1: Mm-hmm. Jay, what about your thoughts on desire versus burning desire?
3: You know, I, I really, really, uh... First of all, I appreciate uh, you guys having b- us back on again for part two, and it's great to be here with you. Uh, what Jeru had to say, I mean, I think really encompasses a lot. You know, I think the difference between for me the <clears throat> between desire and a burning desire. Okay, you can you can stub your toe, and it hurts, but you get over it. You move mm-hmm. on, and then you forget about it. A burning desire. You broke your toe. You're never going to forget that one. Okay. <laughs> You're never going, to, and I only use that because I stubbed my toe this morning, and it still hurts. So, it's
1: still fresh on the mind. Eh? <laughs> it's still fresh
3: on the mind. Okay, but I, I do believe that the brain desire it it it, you know, to keep it simple, and we've all heard this before. Is it keeps you up at night. It, it's hard to go to sleep, and the morning you don't get enough sleep because it wakes you up, wakes you up early and and you want to jump in on that you want to get started on that you see the end result you know i think the desire is attached to the end result that you see the great vision the grand vision so Mm -hmm. all these small things you do every single day that leads up to it uh comes from that burning desire but the but a lower level of desire i think is is essentially okay well um you know there's some things i want to get done i i can't wait to get that done but but i'm not that excited about it i think desire is something we want to do but i think there's also a level of excitement and anticipation that that equates to the level
1: would you say maybe like the difference between a want and a need oh yeah like yeah i want this or i need this i need to make the difference i need to impact these people i need to that's that's that fire burning within you to go out and achieve that which you desire
3: yeah, I think it's something, you know, somebody comes to mind that that had mentioned that had said this before not not here but but we've all heard it. We have heard this before because we're in this industry, right? Tony Robbins says he says it's got to become your must. Mm. When it's a must, when you want to do it, when you when you need, you feel the need to do it, um but it's a must. It's like this. To get a flu shot, you know you need to get a flu shot, okay? I don't know how you feel about shots, but let's say you need to get a flu shot. You don't really want to get a flu shot. Hmm. But when you understand the purpose and reason why, it becomes your must so that you can be healthy and so that you can help others around you to stay healthy, at least that you're not infecting them. So it becomes a must. So that's that's one example of that. So that's where the right. need is determined into the must. Um, some people have a need based on selfish desires, well, selfish right. desires. Yeah. Okay. How does that help you? How does that help others? I, I think it's okay to have some selfish desires. We got to take care of number one if we are to take care of anybody else, mm-hmm. uh, and and fill those needs that we have. But, but I think that I think there is a, a, a an a, a, an evaluation of exactly what level of need is it? Is it a need? Is it a want? Is it a is it a must? So right. I think the must would be the third level to that.
1: Okay
4: yeah I listened to, to all of this and 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 there's some great points right and mm-hmm. I, I think there's also there's there's a truth in the fact that it could be different for each of us right yeah, if we we're, we're okay. yeah um but but I, I I like the 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 depth that drew was talking about and I think again you know are we are we looking width like broad or are we looking deep right and again I think that that we could have wide desires right which would be maybe those shiny object syndromes a little bit those distractions and things mm-hmm. that we all that we all see we all and use. so in the moment we're like yeah i really want that right but the 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 deep desire is the thing that that really drives us and keeps us going right and and again that thing that like you say that keeps you up at night that you keep coming back to and it's like i i need to do this right It's in my my core it's the 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 other ones may be the symptoms, but this is the core. This is the, the 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 really what we've got to get right, and then everything else, like you say, it will follow that, and they will be things that because we we need those short term gains, right? We need right. those 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 low hanging fruit, those wins, and we need sometimes we need those distractions, right? And that that's healthy, I think, as long as you, as Absolutely. again, as long as you're managing it and you're working towards that overall. Right. So I, I like that, and I think. You know, I, I I look at the, the wants, right? Mm-hmm. Do you truly want it or do you want to want it because you think it's the right thing to do? Right. Mm-hmm. In which case it's 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 gonna it's not really a desire, right? You yeah. think, oh yeah, well everybody says I should do this, so so I I really should do that. Um like going to the gym, right? <laughs> I, I go to the gym because I need to get fit, <laughs> right? Do I want to go to the gym? Or I get a gym membership to say, hey, that's a desire I want to get fit, but do I really want to get fit or do I just want
3: to want to get fit?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And,
3: yeah. You know,
4: I, I love that example.
3: Sometimes, sometimes I say, sometimes right. I say, and I said this with the kids, I said this you know, is that a is that a need to have or a need to have? Is that a need right. to right. do or is it a need to do? And and differentiate those. And then you can determine, okay. Where's my priority here? Does it align, align with my mm-hmm. ultimate desire? Yeah. Uh, and so I think sometimes we just have to stop and ask ourselves those simple questions so that we can make a quick decision on what exactly to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, is it neat to have a 88-inch television, <laughs> right, to watch the Super Bowl on? I yes, don't have to. Is <laughs> neat to have, but is it a need to have? No. So you settle for your 50 inch TV. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and, and I think that's the thing in, in our priority. So I think it's an adjustment of priority Uh what exactly aligns with what it is our ultimate desire to do. And mm-hmm. so is it a need to have, or need to have?
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Drew, hey, you, you wanted to inter- interject there.
2: Yeah, no, no. I just really loved what Chris pointed out because there's, there's, and it's both. I love you, the way you distinguish for us the difference between need, uh, want, and must. And I think that's that's really where um, ownership occurs. Yep. When I must, I I take ownership of the outcome. I, I struggle with the word need because for me need comes from a very negative connotation, um, um, and so it, it it really boils down to. You know, if I'm if I must do it, then I must understand why I'm doing it.
0: Yeah, right. right?
2: And then uh, it was done. I love what Chris pointed out because they, you know, it's it's the same argument. Is most of us will go and spend um, a huge amount of money to buy a BMW that goes from zero to sixty to hundred and thirty miles in sixty seconds. Most of us will never, never ever be in any circumstance where you need to drive from zero to hundred and thirty. But most of us will spend more money and, and all that stuff it's the same argument you tend yeah. to find people who've got a ten thousand dollar stereo in their car and don't even have a six hundred dollar radio in their house right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah so the, yeah. the things that where you're talking about do i need do i really need it or am i yeah. doing it because i need to fit into certain things am i playing the law level you know, is is desire therefore, am I playing the ego game where what I think I need is to satisfy me or to fit into a certain expression or, or environment? And, and that to me is where most people end up that having achieved all those things, you wake up one morning and you had the ladder on the wrong side of the wall. Mm-hmm. Like you've been climbing the wrong side. So yes. really I think it's, it's how do we really get clear about what desire is? And I think the greater question I want to throw back to you guys is: so, does desire look the same at beginning, need, and accomplishment? Does it evolve? Does it change? Uh, Does it remain? To use Chris's word, does it remain a core, or does it evolve as you evolve and circumstances change? What is your thoughts?
4: Well, I'll jump in first of all and say, yeah, yeah, hundred percent, it evolves, right? Because it. As as our level of awareness increases, therefore our the 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 depth becomes greater, right? Um and I think if it if it if it doesn't evolve, there is a danger that we can we can go into this thinking, hey, this is our level of desire, and then guess what, we achieve it and then what?
2: Right. Right? Like John. So does says it evolve again, or does it grow, according to you? Does it evolve or does it grow? I, I think it evolves. I, is I it would the same thing? That. Is it a different thing? I don't know, right? Well, evolving. evolving means I, I I could evolve from light to dark or whatever. I mean, I've always change, right? Yeah. To me, when well, I think of, that's how you interpret it's that, core change? Yeah, yeah. I look at it as developing,
4: right? Mm-hmm. So, so as as it develops, uh, I don't think it should go from A to B, right? No. I I don't think yeah. it should because if it does, then was it a true desire in the first place? Exactly. Probably not. Right, but advanced. if it gets an A plus plus plus, right, and then it involves more people and it and it's it's sort of expanding because of that. But um, but again, will that expand or is the the residual things of what you're doing expanding? Right, that are helping feed your 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 desires, feeding them. Right. So mm. why you want to do it and the impact you want to have, you could find out that you're impacting more people because of the as you as you grow and you develop and um and and the the desire let's let's use the word evolves right you realize that hey i thought that i just wanted to impact um jay right but now i realize that by doing this i can impact al Giroux and jay and then they can go and impact others and therefore that that has evolved right so so my um my my, de, my desire has always been to like help other people right so develop other people and jury you know we would you know we were talking um, in Irvine California at the Kajabi conference right about how you know wouldn't it be great to to develop programs where we contributed and we created um, a, a charity that built not just schools in in Africa but universities right so then we started impacting a continent and so I, I still have that that desire to, to get leadership principles and, uh, and a growth mindset, a, a solution-oriented thinking to teenagers, all right? But it also I'm doing it through current leaders, right? Mm-hmm. And so my, my, my vision has evolved in terms of um, I, I want to be a pinnacle leader, right? So a level five on the five levels of leadership where I develop other people that are developing other people and then the impact of what I'm doing is is much broader.
1: Well, if I may, like I just as soon as you started talking about this, I automatically went back to John's teaching of moving from success to significance, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's really that your desire has evolved. Hey, I wanted to reach this level, but now it's involved, so I can actually reach this larger, broader mm-hmm. community or whatever it is that you're working on, impact more people's lives for the positive. Sorry. I love, yeah, yeah, I, I love
2: it. So what we, what I hear you guys saying is the quality of seed determines the harvest. Right,
1: correct, yes.
2: So if you plant uh, significant seeds, the tree doesn't change; it just produces more and gives you a bigger shade. Right. Mm-hmm. So what 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 we're saying is that if we get really core to the desire, according to what you're saying, Chris is, and stay true to that. Its truest expression is what we is the development,
3: right? That's good. Yeah, and and, good. and I and I love that you know about the uh, you know the expression of the tree because the whole time I was thinking about you know not only do we want to impact other people's lives and everything that we're doing, we want to create in them an opportunity that when we plant a seed and it blossoms in this big beautiful tree and now we've impacted others, those trees plant seeds and so those seeds create new a whole forest and so the goal is in our in our in everything that all of us are doing is not just to impact the individual but to impact the people that that individual has influence over and right. that's building that up yeah. uh, so i know yeah. As a When I was a a military leader, one of the things I did, one of the things I was responsible for is training leaders to lead well, but then training them how to develop leaders. It wasn't just Mm -hmm. now you're a great leader, now go to work. It was Mm -hmm. now you're a great leader, okay? Go and develop leaders. And I think it's what we want to do as coaches and trainers and influencers is what am I doing that's going to increase my, not just my influence, but help them build their influence and build that impact. So we can plant a seed like Johnny Appleseed did, right? But next thing you know, you've got a whole grove of apples. And we yeah, want to go for a right.
1: full orchard, orchard, orchard orchard, 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 orchard. Okay, hey. So let me let me. We're gonna wrap up. Bring it in for a length. We're getting some echo from somewhere. You that? Yeah. That's gonna hmm. be. It. Anyways, um, I want to I want to read a statement to you. It's three words, and I want to get your insight and advice in that. And that's how we'll we'll close things out here, because we're coming up to another 20 minutes here. Desire attracts opportunity. Desire attracts opportunity. Drew, what are your thoughts on that?
2: Hmm. I think that's a law. Great desires produce and attract great opportunities. Wrong desires, but wrong opportunities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's a lore. And it's a law just as much mm-hmm. as water can quench you and it can drown you. It's a law. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so um, I think, therefore, the quality of opportunities will always be... A reflection of the clarity of a desire. I like that. Yeah.
1: I like that. Jay? Jay? I was watching
3: Katrina over here listening <laughs> to the Jeru, okay? So I'm busting. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she is basically listening and she's looking over at me and going, wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> So, and I'll send so Katrina right. her,
2: her, her package later on. So, <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, Drew, you're so right on. I mean, oh my gosh, you know, um, you know, there's a dark side to, to desire, like you're talking, you know, you des- there's a bad desire, you're going to get bad results. Good desire, great desire, you're going to get great results, you're going to get the yoga on attract. You know, it does fall under the law of attraction. Uh, you know, our persona, our whole being is 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 going to attract exactly who we are not always what we're doing Mm -hmm. and when we are in an environment that feeds that desire we give off an energy we stand taller we stand prouder we're smiling we're in a good mood people see that people feel that and you're going to get more of that and Mm -hmm. you're going to be able to give more of that of that energy when you get that energy As an entertainer, if I perform for a dead beat, okay. If I perform for the mortuary, I'm going (laughs) to give that kind of performance. Sometimes I feel like I've performed for mortuaries. Okay. But thankfully for the most part, I get an audience that is high energy, interactive, acting goofy with me because I I do a lot of comedy in it. They're having a great time. They're up, they're moving, they're dancing. They're loving it. Right? I'm energetic. So that makes me perform even better. So I have a great desire to give a great performance. I get out there and I get that, give that energy, but then I get that energy back and it only compounds. So I think there's a dark side because if we desire things not aligned with what our values, first of all, do we know what our values are? Some people don't actually have a clearly defined value. Okay, They don't know what their value system is. They just take life as it comes and say, oh, poor me. Life mm-hmm. is what it is. Well, you know, and it's, it's like bash my head up against the wall when I try to tell them life is how you build it and you're not building. It. Right. And so we're going to have a desire in our life that actually does reflect that, that attracts that. If we got a desire for drugs, we're going to attract drug dealers and drug users. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. but if we have a desire to grow and impact, guess what we're attracting? Chris and Al and Giroux
1: yeah that's a good point
4: here's how i i look at that as well and build on both of your ideas there right that like like you say um the the opportunities exist around us all the time right and you know there's the 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 saying that when the student is ready the teacher will come Mm -hmm. right and like to to jay's point there right if if we went downtown toronto now right um there's going to be drug dealers and there's going to be positive, uplifting people in that city. Right. If if we are ready to receive the positive, uplifting people, we'll see them.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: If we're not, mm-hmm. we'll see the drug dealers. Right. Excellent. And so I, I think the 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 desire is what opens our eyes. Yeah, right. The desire point. is opens our eyes. And again, to use another analogy that we're, we're all familiar with, it's like those radio frequencies. Right. Uh, they exist all around us. But if we don't tune in to the right frequency, we're not going to hear it.
1: Exactly.
4: Mm-hmm. Right. And, but if we if we want to tune in and hear that, so if we've got that desire to to be world leaders, right, to be influencers, mm-hmm. to be part of Guru's hundred strong, that was what you know attracted us all initially. We tune into that. We're going to see that opportunity. Now, whether we grab it or not is up to us. Yeah. But if the desire is strong enough, if it's deep enough, if it goes down to a core, we will see it, we will grab it, and we will do everything we can to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Right. But if we don't tune into it, it doesn't mean it's not there. It just means we don't see it. Yeah, Yeah,
2: that's true. true. And, I, and I know we're winding up, but just real yes. quick, and I think I want to build on something, Chris. So therefore, yes. going back to the question uh, that you asked, We must therefore come to the agreement that desire does not create opportunities. Desire gives us the opportunity to recognize existing opportunities. Mm. Because I was trying to look for this and it it boils down to to something here. Um, What Napoleon says that you will become what you want to become uh, when you when you are an expression of your most dominating thoughts that you permit to occupy your mind.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: So desire to me is almost like a ticket, to use Chris's example. Mm-hmm. That ticket can take you to the drug dealers, or that ticket can take you to the stock uh, exchange. All of them exist in the same environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think I, I more than anything else, and I, and I and really, I think what I'm hearing, i saying is this: is, is I think it really takes intention and great work to do the desire work, which I think most of us do it at a very limited, basic, want, conditions, circumstances level, mm-hmm. and then we go out in the world and we're wondering how come there is no convergence of opportunity. Yeah, you got a drug dealer's ticket. You're trying to go to yeah. the stock market. You're on the wrong bus. Yeah. yeah. Right? So it doesn't matter how much you do of this until you change this desire or recognize a new desire. Only yeah. then will you realize that the stock market has always existed. You were just mm-hmm. focused on something different. It was not the most dominating thought. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. does it create apps? Abs- I, I don't know whether it creates, I think it exists. I think it just opens yes. our eyes, brings awareness to an expression of itself through opportunity.
1: Yeah.
4: See, most people, most people live under the impression that you have to see it to believe it. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think those of us that have got that desire and and are are the uh, the growth minded um, mindset will know that when you believe it, you'll see it.
1: Well, that's where, you know, one of the Napoleons chapter two, we keep, we could talk, we could honestly be talking about this for all, all day. We don't have all day, but that's where the faith comes in, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, anyways, yeah. I, I just,
3: 30
1: second wrap up final thought, Jay. Oh, turn.
3: 30 seconds. Wow. Uh, I know so it's going to be it's challenging. It it's going to be challenging is. for you, Jay. It is. It and is we are crazy. picking so, you on you now. We are <laughs> picking me, you so on you. You've given me 25 seconds now. Okay, just, you
2: will know. claim <laughs> okay, so, back your time. You know, yeah. I, I'm
3: claim my time. Okay, so I think what Chris said when I was just you know sometimes you have to see it to believe it or believe it to see it. I think sometimes we can see things in our mind's eye, and create that vision, and then create a belief upon that vision that we have formulated. I believe that if you can see it in your mind's eye, you can be- become a believer of that. You don't have to see it physically, but you can see it in your mind. And once you do that, then you can start building it. You can believe it until you do get it. It's kind of borrowed belief, borrowed mm-hmm. belief. Okay, Whew. time.
1: Okay. what? That's it? That was Great job. That seconds. was less than 30 seconds. Thank you. Drew, 30 seconds.
2: Yeah. Um, let, here's, uh, I, I think my, my notion is, um, desire is of an important foundation to accomplishing what it is that you want yes and taking the time to figure out what desire really means and how it is expressed in your life it's probably one of the most important work that we need to do Um, We tend to do that later after we've done all the other work that we want to figure out, can can that shoe fit in here? What I'm doing fit there and all that stuff. Instead of us figuring out, okay, you know what, let me do this now that is an expression and everything else will fit in. So um, I I think great topic. I I think it is something that we all must do. Um, And uh, thank you for reminding me and us uh, on this call of the value uh, yeah. and the work that is required um, to intentionally express what is seeking to come in and through us. So thank you.
0: Yeah. It's thank always been you. my desire
2: to see this. So thank you. Did
1: you want to throw anything out there? real quick?
4: Let me just clarify on on what Jay was saying it is, is the same as what I was thinking, although we said it slightly differently. Right. So when I say when I say most people want to see it before they believe it, I mean physically see it. What well, you're yeah. talking about, seeing it in your mind's eye, to me, that's the believe it, right? Yes. So we believe it's possible. So therefore, we we we've got that vision. We see it, and then it's like, now let's go and do it. And and I yeah. love it. And I think that's yeah. where we're all at, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that,
4: that's that's yeah. what I love. And I love bringing these these um, our four minds together. Well, five with Katrina sat sat the other side of the camera. Right? <laughs> five Just with taking the, notes. Yeah. <laughs> bring, bring these minds together because it does elevate the conversation. Because you look at where we started. At the beginning of, of the first episode of this right to where we're at like 50 52 minutes later on at the end of episode two mm-hmm. we've all mm-hmm. elevated our mindsets right we've Absolutely. all elevated our thought processes and um you know katrina can share our notes because because like we don't normally like write notes down so it's no. it, it's great so Thank you both for joining us, and yeah, wrap exactly.
1: It up. I just want to, you know, again, thank you. It is a great topic, and I truly appreciate both Jay, Drew, Katrina. I appreciate all of you. Uh, we'll have to have Katrina on next time. We we'll do a Jay and Jay and Katrina and Alan, Chris, and we can. You know, and if Juru wants to join in too, we can. But you know, I want to thank you and honor you both for a giving up some of your time on, on a Sunday to sit down with us and to share your thoughts. Uh, I I truly love, love all of you, and I appreciate all of you. And and thank you. And for those that have listened, again, I hope you got some value out of this episode of the Razor Bars episode uh, Razor Bar podcast. Sorry. And uh, you know, you can find us on our Razor Bars personal personal growth solutions group. And if you're a business owner, we also have the Raise Your Bars Profit Accelerator Facebook group where we'd love to connect with you. And if you found value in this episode, share it with your friends, family, and coworkers. We would sincerely appreciate that. So again, thank you very much for tuning in. Stick around for a moment after I hit stop here, please, if you don't mind. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Have a great day.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Raise Your Bars podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please consider sharing it with your family, friends, and coworkers. We would sincerely appreciate it.